Howdy friends and welcome to the Full Disclosure Farming Podcast. I'm Erica. I'm a business school graduate turned farmer's wife. And I'm Joe. I'm a college dropout with a master's degree from the University of Hard Knocks. Together we run several successful farm and ag businesses. Let's get brutally honest about all the issues facing our generation of farmers and ranchers. pod people good evening podcast people so just a little disclaimer we're gonna do our best to bring the heat here but this is round two of recording this because we got to the end and our audio file was junk so we're redoing this but it is hard to carry some of that energy and authenticity yeah. through when you're so. trying to remember what you even said the first time. So what's going on around Down the farm? A rough fucking week. Everything's broke. Shit's fucked. Shit's poop. Shit's poop. The shit is poop. Um, I mean, we're past most of it. It was rugged just, though. Oh, uh, we're done tapping. We finished up tapping yesterday. Now we're sapping. Now we're hopefully gonna sapping. Uh, we got some cows that are a problem. Decent anxiety there. Yeah, we're chasing a mystery in the barn. Yeah, we're we're thinking straight voltage is what we got in our mind. Everything's been weird. Everything's know. tapped though. We boiled this week. Yeah, we did boil. We did enjoy that. The the maple thing is off and running. Yeah, but I feel like very very content. Mm-hmm. We're dealing with some business shit. That's shit. Yeah, meetings, tax time, Meeting, all that tax stuff. Tax time. The crop insurance people. Mrs. Yankee Farmer developed a book. A workbook. A workbook for all of the the people who are trying to sell their product in a retail setting. Yeah, farm uh, product yeah. selling. So what we've done is uh, we picked two pages that we, meant the most out of her 50-page book. Yeah, it's like 50-some pages. Mm-hmm. Um, it's designed to help people either... She knows exactly. It's 53 or whatever. <laughs> 56, but there's a cover page and an intro and a table of contents, you know. Um, the workbook itself is designed to help people who want to start selling mm-hmm. their farm products directly or existing people that want to kind of do an audit of themselves to see what mm-hmm. they could do better or, mm-hmm. you know, somebody like who was us three years ago who was rebranding and pivoting and going in a different direction. Mm-hmm. All the things. You can really apply it to any industry, I yeah. dare say. Yeah, it's good. So, so we each picked two pages that we wanted to highlight and kind of give away a little bit of freebie content mm-hmm. to you guys. So do you want to go first, Ditto? What yeah. was your first your first highlight? So my first highlight is, and this is in your bonus pages, it's, I, it's so I'll read it. It says, I would be upset with myself if I didn't point out that animal rights activists may steal your content and put a nasty spin on it for their cause. Please be mindful of what you post, what's in the background, the condition of your barns, cleanliness of your animals, etc. Once it's on the internet, it will live forever. So please pay close attention to your posts to be sure you represent yourself and all of us in agriculture in a positive light. And so this is actually funny because it's very representative of what happened this week. I was making a A to Z boiling making syrup thing i was videoing the syrup going into the drums and amidst the syrup going into the drum there was a a, a mice poop on top of the drum on the outside now obviously this drum had been sealed 
from mm-hmm. you know i mean there was there was zero percent chance yeah no contamination you know there was there was nothing you know but but i saw it and i'm like instantly as a vulnerable farm talker creator whatever whatever you want to call me yeah us i was like fuck you ended up editing it out for me and, yeah. and i don't think but so many times I've put up a picture of, like, even on Marketplace, I put a picture up of, of the Mac, and they're like, hey, what's that one kind of the background? Or, hey, you know, are you really not going to, you know, what what's the deal with that, you know, 7240, where'd you get that? You know, like, people are very, very, very listening to your words and not viewing your content. Yeah, they're, they're inspecting the background of yeah. everything. Yeah. And, like... You have to assume that, like, some liberal PETA person is going to pick apart and, the picture you post, and you best-ass make sure that you, it is up to snuff. Yeah, you need to 100% figure that every video or content you make is is being emailed directly to a PETA person. Yeah, I a, mean... Because these people just see something, and they run with it. Yeah, so, like, I, when I take pictures of, like, cows or really anything, like, I pay just as much attention to what's in the background as I do as what's in, like, the forefront of the picture. Like, Mm -hmm. you can't post a picture of a beautiful cow and then have some skunky old, like, 30-year-old cow in the background. Like, that, like, that's distracting and the people are going to notice the background cow more than they notice the front cow. Like, you need to be so careful and mindful of like what's in the background because like I said it'll live forever like you could delete your post it, yeah. screenshots are a thing like it's yeah. it's on there yeah, somewhere it's, it's, like it's not so what's your first page um uh, my first highlight is the elevator pitch page so if you don't know what an elevator pitch is essentially it's like a one to two minute blurb about yourself that you would hypothetically share with someone in an elevator if they said like so tell me about yourself. You know, that's yeah. that's your knee-jerk response. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not necessarily something that you memorize, but it's something that you're familiar with. And, like, if I were to give an elevator pitch six times in a year, like, they're not all identical, mm-hmm. but they hit the same key points. Right. And I think that, like, a big talking point of that is, and I will always, I'll live and die on this hill, is, like, your passion. You know, I mean, you meet some high power executive in an elevator and and you're just like, I'm a farmer from Western New York and we raise black and cattle and we we've been making syrup since 1908. And we're like, we're like, we're like these people who like homegrown, farm grown, like, you know, we're like everything in this guy, you know, you meet this guy or girl and they're like, well, that sounds cool. Yeah. Like, I mean, you, you know, need like to make it like you need it, to make like your life as the most incredible. Yeah. Thing. Make and it I enticing. Mean, I think that. Your life is the most incredible thing. I mean, it better be. It's your life. Yeah. I mean, the point of the elevator pitch, right, is to open up and create conversation. Like, if you give your elevator pitch, like, hi, my name is Joe. Mm -hmm. I live in North Java. Like, no, that ain't the vibe. Like, that guy in the elevator is going to be like, cool, bro. And he's going to, like, run out as soon as the doors open. Like, craft it in such a way that like they're like oh tell me more about that like what's that like or what's how's this you know like 
it is a spur, like a spur for conversation. I mean, well, anything that you could be up to can be a lead. Like you could literally yeah. meet someone in an elevator. But and, like, what is as sad and as good as that is we've probably done the elevator pitch to people a hundred times. Three percent of those people are repeat are customers. You know, like don't think because you told this guy how much you love what you're doing, he's a customer. Oh no, but but he will go somewhere and someone will say, "Hey." Brent. We were looking for, you know, we should get some, you know, and they're like, oh, fuck, I met a guy in an elevator. And what did he say? Oh, Yankee beef. You yeah. know, like, you know, I mean. Like, I mean, that's, a, you're building brand recognition brand by recognition doing that. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, so your elevator pitch needs to be short, sweet, include who you are, what you do, and relevant buzzwords to your industry. Like when I, I put my sample in the book. So it says, my husband and I live on our family farm. In Western New York, and we raise Black Angus cattle to sell exclusively to families in our community to stock their freezers with local beef. Mm-hmm. Like, I used buzzwords, okay? We got local, we got Black Angus, we got family farm. I mean, I picked those words intentionally because they convey the message that, like, I want to I wanna send. So, if you don't have an elevator pitch, if you can't just suddenly babble about yourself, like, for a minute, like, what are you doing? Yeah. Right. Like, I, I think everyone should have that in their back pocket. Like, that's just a life Whether tip. Whether you're farming or not. Yeah, right. that's just a life tip from me, I feel like. What's so, your What's your part two? So my part two and my last part is, is, and this is one I'm very, very passionate about, is that you will never sell yourself by throwing someone else under the bus. Mm, yep. You know, you'll never, and this is one of the pages in your book, or your workbook, if you will, is like... So people come to us and be like, we're looking for organic grass-fed beef. And we don't say to them, that's shit. You should buy ours. Right. They say, We say to them, "That's we don't have that product available, mm-hmm. but here is where you can get it. Yeah. And the only time that I will make this exception is in the organic maple syrup market. Because it's a farce. Because it's a farce. Because I believe wholeheartedly folks who do organic milk organic beef organic fucking whatever right their process is different their process is wildly different for for organic maple one of the one of the big guidelines is in the woods you're not a, like so we use like posts sometimes to hold up our line wherever you know our main line you're not allowed to use treated treated posts you're only oh, like pressure-treated like, lumber or yeah, something? Yeah, and then, like, like it's, it's just fucking ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, it's the organic maple is, is a farce. It is an absolute farce, and this is one of my big guidelines for that is, so, you sell organic syrup. Would you pay extra money for organic syrup? Yourself, right. Like, would you pay for it yourself? Right, organic milk. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know so many producers who are, organic grass-fed milk producers and i ask them where do you get your milk from tops <laughs> they might not necessarily believe in it right like and that comes back to your point about passion i mean if you don't wholeheartedly believe in what you're yeah. selling like cash but, out but they but they cash out because because they no they cash in because of their fake in. labels i'm yeah, saying cash fine. out and if I you mean, don't believe in what you're doing right and i mean that's the thing like i don't i'm not getting you know, we could make, well, ten, twelve thousand more dollars a year by switching to organic certified 
maple producer. Mm. And I'm not doing it. Yeah. Just not fucking doing it. And I, because I can't. Because I can't as a, like, a wholesome. Right, you don't believe in it. You don't believe in it. Yeah. So, so but what I'm getting at, is, and I'm going to throw this cocksucker under the bus again, because I can't fucking stand him, is Chip from Blue Creek Farm, or Blue Creek Farm Beef, whatever. It's Blue Waffle, but go ahead. Blue Waffle. Google image that. Don't, don't, don't. If you're bored, do it. Um, But so he, and he didn't ever really get far. You know, I I haven't seen, I blocked him because I'm not even going to deal with people like him. But like, you know, because. Well, his whole premise was like shit talking everyone else. And like, even like to consumers, like if they didn't believe in what he was selling, like they were wrong. They were stupid. Like. That's not the way. Like that's not make make your yeah. your product stand on its own two feet and leave everybody else out of it. Like and he would get what I can only guess is he would get drunk and aggressive mm. and make new accounts, and then the next morning the account was gone because gotcha. he woke up and sobered up and realized he was sure. a complete clown. And, yeah, possible. You know, I don't know. I mean, that's mm-hmm. the only thing I can guess because his videos he was like slurring his speech and shit. Gotcha. But like. He, like, made his name by throwing every other producer out of the bus. And there's a room in a marketplace for almost all of us. Yeah, I mean, for sure. There really is. I mean, you you want to sell organic beef? You know I mean? One of our biggest clients, he sells grass-fed Jersey beef. Large account we have. And I saw some posts on one of the Facebook pages, like, and, and somebody was looking for exactly what he's selling. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to get on there and be like, what he's selling is wrong. You should buy my product. Right. Your job as a seller is not to tell consumers that they are wrong for their choices and preferences. Just find the people whose choices and preferences are what you've got. And and likely they'll find that producer and fucking late and I'm tired. I know. Um, We're so flat right now. Oftentimes, I think that you'll find a this producer you'll send you'll send a customer to the producer and they're like in two years you're like you know that's really not what i'm looking for and that that producer will be like you know what they sent me that like that's noble and then like on the same sense like it's super noble like okay this person was willing to not sell me their product but to sell me on someone else's product that must mean a lot for their product. Yeah, I mean, if someone comes to you and they're like, oh, I want something that's, like, raised yeah. this way, like, have the stones to admit yeah. that, like, that doesn't fit your yeah. system and that person's not for you and yeah. that's not a crime. Like, not every person and not every shopper is your customer. But, like, really, if you stand and believe in what you're doing, yeah. like, don't, don't, like, manipulate or lie just to, like, make a sale. Like, you got to really, like, stand up. What's your last one? Oh, my part two highlight is that selling a product is not actually about the product. No, it's not. It's not. I mean, we've been at this now since 2014. Yeah, I mean, your product needs to be... We are the seller. Yeah, I mean, your product needs to be good. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, it needs to be up to par. But, like, you can't lead product first because people don't connect to products they connect to people like they're going to relate to you on your social media and think you're cool and then they're going to want to support you and they're going to buy 
your product. Mm. But they're not going to just be starstruck by your product one day and be like, oh my God, I'm a super fan. Because let's face it, in agriculture, all the products are pretty quality. You know, I mean, there's there's nobody out there that's selling junk. Yeah, by and large, everybody's trying to do good by their consumers. Yeah, But like, for us, I mean, I definitely feel like from TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, like, I feel like people are like, it's Yankee Beef. We, we love them guys. They're so open about what they do. And But our full disclosure approach on our marketing and agriculture gives people a pretty warm place in their heart about what we're doing. Well, because they can trust us. Because, like, we're not out here, like, making it rainbows and butterflies and, like, well, lying I mean, to when, people. When, like, we, we won't, we'll make a video of giving a cow an antibiotic to save her life. And it's not, it's, it's not, like... Real. You know, it's real. That's real. That's life. That's real life. And and so many people don't realize there's there's a value in that. Yeah. I mean, our customers value us. And I mean, let's talk about the maple thing. I mean, so we've been wildly aggressive with the maple retail. Mm-hmm. We are a year. Congratulations today. to us. Happy We are one year launch today. And we've sold just shy of twenty thousand dollars in retail maple syrup. Yeah. You know what I mean? We just never in a million fucking years did we even think Right. We just like woke up you one know, day we and thought we're like, oh, if we, we could should try do that. Six yeah, thousand. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Probably one of the most humbling things I think ever was Brooklyn Brenner. She put up a post uh she's got I don't know, three, four hundred thousand followers. She's pretty on TikTok, on yeah. TikTok, you know. And she put on uh, that that she went to her local local market or whatever. They didn't have maple syrup, and she's like, "TikTok, help me out. Where do I find maple syrup?" We got tagged in that video, yeah, like, a bunch of times. times, yeah. And it was like, oh, and then she contacted me, and I'm like, "I just all I want from you is an unboxing video, and I'll send you." Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Well, I'm paying for the next one, you know, mm-hmm. whatever." And, you know, so now, like, she buys her syrup. Yeah, she has a... Actually, she just messaged me. They have a quarterly subscription. Yeah, so, like, if you're not familiar with our product platform, like, you can get syrup once a year, once every six months, once a quarter, or once every other month. Mm-hmm. And you basically subscribe mm-hmm. at the frequency that suits your household, mm-hmm. and we just auto-ship it to you yeah. so that you never run out. Obviously, genius. Mm-hmm. And she messaged me on Friday and was like, hey, I'm getting low on syrup. Like, when does my subscription renew? And I looked it up and it was Sunday. She was two days. No kidding. She was two days ahead of her thing. And I was like, perfect timing. It'll be on its way Monday. So, yeah, that was funny. But um, I think the, like, to pull this all together, like, we've been doing the freezer beef, freezer trade thing for nine years. We just launched the maple thing, Mm -hmm. you know, which I would dare say is off to a successful start. I mean, I don't think you get a whole lot better than 20,000 in a year. I agree. You know, I mean, we didn't do that our first year of beef. Yeah. But like the premise of this workbook that I created, and I'm not sure how much we talked about it in the beginning because we did a lot on the other version of this, Mm -hmm. was like I created a workbook it has a lot of blank space, a lot of questions and prompts with like lines and just it, you need to grab a pen, you need to sit down and you need to go through it. And like, we're now experts, I would say at the freezer trade thing. And, you know, we relived our own process doing the Yankee maple thing. And we realized like it works so well. And I'm like, I just like I want to help other people do it and get started. You know, like share the expertise. Like there's so much like, I can save you time, stress, money, all the things. Like, 
here's what I've learned. And like when Joe sat down to edit my workbook, I think he initially thought that it was going to be like no blank space and just words that were like, here's my secrets. But it's actually more of like, I'm forcing your hand to like grab a pen and sit down and like get it on paper, like express that out like on paper mm-hmm. and really, really like dig into it. So, and I mean, I'll be perfectly honest. I fucking think workbooks suck. <laughs> but I, if, 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 if it was just a book, I'd read the first two pages and then be like, oh, I'll get back to it. Yeah. Or like a PDF download, like people read right. it or read half of it and then it just dies in their download folder. I mean, like my biggest complaint was, and so What's fun about me and Erica's relationship and, and, and our life is that we are very much yin and yang. Yeah. I mean, very Complimentary, much yeah. Compliment each other. And, I mean, we we showed this tonight. We showed this, we you know, when we were dealing with this crop insurance bullshit. And, and you know, so she, and, and I, I mean, I apologize, like, that, that I had not looked at this book. And, I mean, honestly, didn't know a lot about it. It was like a pet project. And I mean, we kind of keep some shit we do to ourselves. Yeah, I mean, this has been a long time coming. Yeah. I started it last winter before we launched the Maple thing. And then it got shoved to the right. back burner because we were just yeah. so fucking busy. And, yeah. and like, I just revisited it a couple weeks ago. And I was like, you know what? Like, I felt called to do it last year. And I just, I ignored mm. it. And like, I just really like sat down and, you know, dug into it. And I was mm. like, I just want to get this out. Like, Absolutely. I just want to finish and So, it. So she set this book in front of me this morning. Um, her mom had Jay, and, and we had, like, a few moments of... We had sourdough French toast. Dude, the sourdough thing is fucking life-changing. How was your sourdough brownie just now? I had, like, 13 of them. Tonight. Oh, is, are they good? Oh, they're fucking good. Can you taste the peanut butter or no? No. Oh, I only um, used one scoop, so... So, I was, like, kind of giving her shit because, like, white people and their fucking weird shit. Sourdough like, and... Like, I couldn't get my parents to sell me the farm, but, like, people hand down sourdough. Through generations, like, generations. yeah. Like, so fuck. But anyways, regardless of all that bullshit, like... Oh my gosh, you said regardless. I say regardless so much now because everybody says regardless and I hate it. I hate it. I wish everybody would say irregardless. <laughs> but regardless of the situation, we sat down... And I looked at this book and I, and I, you know, I could tell that she had passion about it. So if she has passion about it, then I need to pay attention. And so I sat down and I looked at it. Number one thing I hated was the font. And it was just shit. Like yeah, it was just a shit font. Yeah. It was just, it was just hard to read. And like, so in the yin and yang situation, like I'm, I'm your customer. Right. I'm, I'm the, you know, we built this business together, but also I can, I have the ability to step back. And be like, like our good friend on TikTok, who we've never met, but I really appreciate him as Chester. Mm-hmm. Chester and keeps it real. Chester does keep it real, and I I enjoy the man, and he he's pumped to get he's one. pumped to get it, and and I just sat there and I and I read that book as if Chester was reading, right? And and the cursive was shit. Mm-hmm. I couldn't formulate what yeah. was going on, and then. You know, I, I once I started reading through it and, and got past, like, the fact that I couldn't fucking read the Stands word. Stands the font, yeah. You know, there was things that I liked about it. And then there was things like, for example, right at the end, you would put in this, like, how do you want your customer's experience to be? Yeah, it was a prompt for the sales process. Right. Like, and I put in, like, step one. Your customer, this person agrees they want to buy beef from you. And then I put step 100 or 10 or whatever. Like, 
they have their beef in your beef in their freezer. What happens in between? It was a bunch of blank blank lines. And I think that one of our biggest things that is solely attributed to you is that our customers are, it's not longer than 30 to 50 days where our customers are not reached out to by you. Right. Between the newsletter or text. Somewhere or something, another, yeah. Yankee beef is in their brain. Yeah. Every 30 days. And one thing that I feel like really pays the bills is that. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's so easy, you guys, for a person who goes shopping at Tops or Walmart or fucking Costco Sam's Club, or whatever, Costco, yeah. To fall out of your mm-hmm, realm. For sure. You know, I mean, convenience is so... Convenience is king. Much, it really you know? is. And, like, so so this customer that you, like, you... you, I mean, it costs you money to, to get a customer. Oh, yeah. And, and so this customer, you know, they buy a quarter of beef from you and then, oh, fuck, I'm short on hamburger, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't, and then all once... Well, right, they I, just I ran to the grocery store once, and then they fall right back into that routine. And they fall right back into that routine, and so when we're literally parking our ass mm-hmm. every thirty days, for lack of a better term, there's a better term. I just I'm tired, and I don't mm-hmm. feel like giving it right well, now. Well, it's relationship building. I mean, like the yeah. I, prior example, like why do salesmen show up at farms with hats? Yeah. It's the lemonade stand thing. Like, if there's three lemonade stands and you know the kid in the middle one, like, which kid are you going to? I disagree with this because I'm going to go to the kid I don't know and I'm going to pay him and go over to the kid I do know and be like, his was better. Make yours better. Okay, but... Because I'm a fucking okay, asshole. But like take that, the but kid out of it and just say, like, you're at a, you're at a yeah, fair and there's I three agree. lemonade stands and your neighbor cousin or some guy yeah, who's shot the yeah, shit with you before so is at one of the stands. Like, that's the stand you're going to. Like, recognition. Like, it's relationship building. And that yeah, kind of doubles back to, your, like, your don't lead side. with your yeah. product. Lead with yourself, right? Like, so you're, you were saying about the sales process, though. We got kind of sidetracked. The, the process is, is that you, and and I mean myself through TikTok. Oh, for sure. Obviously, in all of my socials and your socials, like, our customers <laughs> see, see us They see us a lot. You think they get lot. sick of our mug? No, I don't think so. I think that, I think that every time they see us, they're enlightened and they feel passion. They feel our passion. Yeah. And, and then I think when they sit down to, you know, at their grill or at their barbecue or at their, even in the middle of winter, like... They sit down and, and they know that, that they're excited to eat that steak. Yeah. They're excited to eat, have that hamburger. They're excited because they know that there is something very much yeah. behind it. You know who's sick of me? The oh, businesses me. on Main Street and Arcade that Sorry, I drive by like 19 truck, yeah. times a day with the Yankee Beef truck and like the Yankee Bee license plates. And like, they're probably sick of me. But you know what? If someone asks them... Like, hey, I'm looking to get a quarter beef. Like, do you have any ideas? Like, they're going to think Yankee beef. Like, it just lives inside their head. Like, I live in your head rent-free. Like, literally. I mean, my favorite story to get back to your, like, quality and, like, steak enjoyment thing is, like, customers will text me after they leave a restaurant or, like, a steakhouse and be like, you know, we just ate at such and such. But, like, just so you know, your steaks that I make at home are better. And I'm like, hell yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like, I love that, but...
I feel like 90% of our customers are easily repeat and bring back with them. Oh, we carry a super high repeat customer rate. Mm-hmm. Super high. Super high. But it is because you It's because of that process, yeah. And me, somely. Uh-huh. Somely. That's not a word. It's fine. Fuck it. Whatever. Are are in present in our mm-hmm. in our customers' lives. I mean, this is not Walmart. This is not Staples. This is yeah. this is two people who who love our customers. and I love our customers. Me too. And and I, I love our. I, well, we believe the only, in the. The only thing that truly saddens me is that I don't know all of our customers by name because it is that big. Yeah. You know we'll we'll, we'll be at a tractor pull carnival. Anywhere. I mean, there's fucking customers that you've never met. Absolutely. That's what I was going to say. Is and, like, there's you know, so many. So we, I have, I have uh, everyone's phone number, yeah. right? Because like, that's how yeah. I do my thing. But like, you could put 50 of my customers in yeah. a room with me in there. And I would literally be like, who the fuck are these people? Right. I don't know what they look like. Right. Like, the way that our process is set up, like, I don't face-to-face, I don't meet them. Like, I talk to them on the phone or, you know, we text or messenger, like, all that stuff. But the real face-to-face interaction is super low. And, like, last spring we had the open house at the Sugar House, right, for all the beef people. Remember we had, like, a bunch of people walk in and we're like, hey! And then we were like, who are these people? Because we know them by name, but we don't know their face. We're going to do that again. Hell yeah. It's, like, our favorite part. We love to meet them, but, But like... You know, with right with that being said, like, but these people see us. No, they know us, and they know us. They're like, hey, and, and I love that. And I mean, one of the things that makes me sad, I, I just, it just happened. I didn't even tell you two days ago. I walked into the North Java convenience store and grabbed my monster and my fucking bottle of water and whatever. And and this kid came up. He's like, "Hey, Joe." And I'm like, "He's like, how's Mabel going?" And I'm like, "Good." <laughs> Who the hell and are he's you? He's like, "I know you don't know me, but I, I, I follow you, and I, you know, I listen to your podcast, and I, I mean, I hope you're listening, and you know." And he explained to me who all he was, and and he's like, he, "I, you know, he's a fellow Maple producer," mm-hmm. and and I said to him, "I'm like, man, I really hope you have a great year," and he's like man, I just, I really want to watch you have a great year. Like, it just, you know, I could, yeah. you know, and it was so like, nice. fuck, you know, like, yeah. this is another person. And it's like, social media did that. And I could never imagine, like, Zach, Millennial Farmer. You know, I mean, that fucker can't go anywhere. No, I bet nowhere. You know, and, and maybe I'm happy at this spot. The, yeah, you know, right. Maybe I don't want five minutes. Right, that inconvenience, yeah. You know, maybe I don't, you know. you still but live like, a normal life. Well, I still feel bad. Like, I, I know, and there's a... And, and I think he, he listens to our TikToks. And I, he sent me a message probably a month ago. But I don't know what on platform. Mm. I don't know what platform he messaged me. And he sent me a really, really nice message. And it said, like, I, I feel you. And, and, like, I can't find the fucking message oh. to reply to him. I think his name's Zach. And if, you, if you're listening, Zach, mm-hmm. please send me another right, message. Right, we appreciate you. We yeah. appreciate you, like... Like, and I just, I, I'm so busy right now. Yeah. And I just, I skim through a, a message and, and I make sure that there's no, like, mental health problem. Right. And I make sure they're good and then my phone rings. Right. And, and there's, you know, there's somebody crashed mm-hmm. something Flat or something tire, or yeah. whatever, you know, and it just, I'm so busy. And, and, and if I, 
we've talked about this. If if we become someday independently wealthy, I'm gonna devote my time to these people. Yeah. To people that need a pat on the back. Yeah. That don't get one. You know, and 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 I just think, you know, with your book and and what you're doing with with people, the confidence. Yeah. And I have to say that, and and again. At some point, this is done. I'm tired. I have two more things to say. But, but it, it, all right, this is the last thing I'll say. The confidence and vulnerability, vulnerability of us making these fucking videos and mm-hmm. in, in, in talking about mental health, talking about all of the stuff like mm-hmm. dairy farmers, beef farmers, maple farmers, farmers, all farmers, step out of your shell. People want to see what you're doing. They do. As long as you're doing a nice job. If you're doing shit job, stay in your fucking shell. <laughs> I don't know. They don't do. You see your shit. This podcast wasn't intentioned to be like selling the workbook. No. But based on your feedback from this morning mm-hmm. on the workbook, I did in fact add step by step my process yes. and flow yep. for dealing with people. So like Joe felt like that was the meat and potatoes of the book was like, that's where the value lies because people can like almost mirror that system and make it work for them. And I agree. Like, I think that's a really bad piece. That was, that's the game changer. I mean, I feel like, I feel like people are searching for us more than we know. You mean consumers? Yeah. Consumers are looking for For a local farm more than, more than you even For sure. I have one thing that I want to step back. You, when, like, last week you dealt with a dickhead that you didn't, you Oh, were, yeah. Did that ever come? Oh, anything? yeah. He paid his deposit. Oh, oh, I very, very seldom hear my wife be like, get off the phone and be like, fuck that guy. And you did. Yeah, that's and, the and first that time was, in. Yeah, and that was. Probably that, six that years. That was, a, you know, a situation That I was where, like, I hope that guy loses my phone number. Right, and it didn't seem like he did. He didn't. Okay, moving on. Um, I do want to say the North Java store seems to be a little supportive hotbed down there. I was there the other day. Does Don Don's daughter work there? Yeah. Oh, it was her then. She was cashing me out, and she's like, oh, how's the podcast going? Me and my whole family listen to it. We love it. And then sometime this summer, I can't remember, it was another girl that worked there. It wasn't her. She was like, hey, it's the TikTok lady. And I was just like, hey. Like, they're they're all super supportive. I love that. Like, shout out uh, to the NJ store people. Yeah, it's it's super, you know, I think one, like, I think one of our biggest pushes is the shop local. Yeah. And, you know, I I mean, at the end of every TikTok I make, it's shop local. Yeah, and we know. don't mean exclusively at Yankee no, Beef. because like, you, not everybody can shop with us. Yeah. I mean, I love that. I mean, like, that was the point of the syrup, but. Yeah, but I mean, mm, shop local, period. To wherever you live. And I mean. Find a farmer. At fucking the North Java store. Or yeah. at, at, at anywhere. You, you can buy I mean? Yankee Beef at the North Java store. You can buy whatever you want, wherever you want. Taco as long pizza. as it's from a people, a person that you know and love. Yeah. And I mean, I think fuck the big box stores, you know. I mean, right. And and I'm not a guy who has a problem with Amazon. Fucking Amazon saves my life. Like I mean, I I, but I just think if you can, know a face. Yeah. Know a face, like you know our faces. Yeah. You know, you know, like there are people, you know, and and I, my biggest sadness, and I just said it earlier, but my biggest sadness is that 
my customers and my followers, I don't know face yeah, to them face. All, yeah. And these people come to me and they're like, Joe, I love your TikTok about this. Remember that pepper guy at the fair? Yeah. Oh yeah, you guys gotta look that dude up. He's I cool can't as shit. The name. Um Nancy will know it. Yeah. We follow him. I, we follow him, but he must not post a lot because I don't know. No, he doesn't that. do a lot. I, it's not pepper season though. No, but he, he came up to me and he's like, I heard you talking. He's like, you got to be. Yeah, he's like, I recognize your voice from like, way over there. He's like, you got to be Farmer Joe. And I'm like, yeah, I am. And he's like, I'm so-and-so and I follow you. And I, I, he, he's got a pepper farm. He's yeah, got they 15 do, acres like, of peppers. All the quite a bit kind. of. Yeah. Yeah, and so he does like jellies and jam peppers, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had like a wonderful conversation. He's like, I love, he's like, I love the fact that you're willing to say what the fuck ever is on your mind. And also, and I will reiterate this again, like the shit that comes out of my mouth is just as surprising to you. Right, it's not planned. There's no script here. No, and I mean, especially in my TikToks. I mean, two days ago I made a TikTok with that, like, oh, moist. Oh, yeah, that was fun. You know, like. And I was like, when I got done doing it, I'm like, that was bad. You're like, that was weird. Fuck that. I'm posting it. Yeah. Out. Bye. You know, and like, you have to understand, you're going to get me. And like, but I, there's a wholesome value in that. Like, oh, because it's real and it's relatable. It's real. Yeah. And then I mean, like I have, sometimes I'm embarrassed about the shit that I post because it's a little fucking aggressive sometimes. But then I'm like, the world needs some of that. that. Yeah, everybody loved that. I'm channeling a little bit more of an unhinged vibe for social media yeah. in 2024. Yeah. I've done a good job of it so far. I feel yeah. like with the KitchenAid mixer and the the salad and the cucumbers and the, all the single ladies. Like, I'm just trying to lighten it up yeah. a little bit for Facebook. No, I'm just trying to lighten up Facebook. Yeah. Facebook sucks, too. Yeah, because it's kind of stiff and I just, yeah, yeah trying to keep it Zuckerberg funky fresh. Fun. Um, can I just t- say two other things that yeah, are for sale with the workbook and then we can piece out <laughs> the workbooks going to print tomorrow. So that'll be for sale on the website. Also going to be for sale when that launches is a one year of egg content planning workbook. So oh, yeah. I give you all the ideas and all the framework to make, it's like almost 200 social media posts and mm-hmm. like, you don't have to do anything. You just like take the theme or the idea and apply it to yourself mm-hmm. because it was brought to my attention that not everyone's creative. Like it's easy for me to make posts. Like it, they just fall out of my fingers yeah. through my phone, you know? Yeah. But like people that are like shy, nervous, timid, new, whatever. Scared. Yeah. Because vulnerable. They feel a little bit frozen yeah. and they're like, I don't know what to post. Yeah. So there is going to be a workbook for sale that'll kind of outline almost a whole year's worth of shit for you mm-hmm. to make posts about. And then the second thing that I'm going to sell is an Excel file template excel at excel it's the template i use to organize my customers and organize my orders so it'll be a a blank template that you fill in and it has instructions in it like fully comprehensive to show you how to use it it'll make your life so much easier i don't know if you call it a template it's a template because it's oh i see well whatever it's weird it's just a framework that like they can fill it in template 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 huh okay this or that Oh, do you feel older or younger than you actually are? I feel younger. Me too. I don't, I'm like a roaring 28 in my mind. Oh, roaring time. 20s. No, I just feel like I'm... You think you're well, 28 I, all the time. Yeah. I feel like I fight a 28-year-old and win. <laughs> well, I think like in your head, right, you have an age that you're like, oh, how old are you? And like your knee-jerk reaction is be like, oh, I'm 27. 
that's what I would spit out, but I've been 27 for seven years. Like, yeah. so yeah, I feel younger yeah. than I really am. Minus my back hurty. My back don't hurt. I can't feel my middle two fingers on one hand, which is weird, but that's, I don't know. Yeah, somebody commented on my TikTok, the one that I was like, oh, that first boil of the season feeling or whatever. Like, two or three people commented and were like, I think I threw my back out just watching. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wonder if that's where my backy hurts. Maybe. Could be. All right, good night. That's the end. Bye. I love you. Do your best. Toodles.